0: Join the thousands of enterprises who use Anthropic to navigate this new frontier. Visit Anthropic.com slash Claude, C-L-A-U-D-E, today.
1: Jumpstart your genius with
0: Claude 3 by Anthropic. All right, what is up, people of the internet? Welcome back to another episode of the Waveform Podcast. Back to your regularly scheduled mm-hmm. format. We're your hosts. I'm Marquez. I'm Andrew. And uh, David, as you can tell, is currently not here. He's out. He's I think he's taking some pictures in the Pacific Northwest somewhere. Yeah. So we'll see him when he gets back. Yeah, follow him on Instagram because he's posting a lot of them and they're yeah, pretty sick so far. Get some previews of those. Yeah. But in today's episode, we have uh, a little bit of Twitter versus threads. <laughs> round we've got, two, we've I think. have got some thoughts. Is it round two? We've definitely talked about them like specifically round, once. Yeah, it feels like a sort of a second wave of Twitter versus Yeah, Tits. I think so. Yeah. Uh, but we also have uh, a little bit of a hype or not game to play at the mm-hmm. end. So I mean, it's not a full game show episode, but we still have games. We've done it before, and I think people liked it. It's yeah. a lot of fun to just like
2: speculate about things that are maybe too hyped or not hyped enough. Yeah. I like playing hype versus not hype
0: games. Yeah. Uh, but first, first, we we did both. We traveled over the We past did. Week. You did something Pretty cool. I had a uh, I had a trip. Right? So you went to, it's called The Open? Right? The Open. The Open and the couple days before The Open was something called The Open Invitational. Okay. First time they've ever done it. So some of you guys may or may not know this, but I'm a golfer. I've been a golfer for, and I actually, someone asked me this. I heard this part, yeah? I've been a golfer for 20 years. Isn't it wild that we're at a point in our life that you
2: can say you've done something? <laughs> I've been snowboarding for like 23 years at this point, yeah. and I thought
0: about that like, whoa. That's weird to say out loud. It's weird. Yeah. But yeah, I've been golfing for 20 years. Uh, I'm not as good as you would think as someone old. (laughs) (laughs) When you say, was that a soundbite? When you say out loud that you've been doing something for 20 years, you think you're really good at it. I'm I'm not. I've been playing on and off, and obviously, we have other stuff that we do, but uh, my first love, my first sport. So Mm -hmm. it was super cool to be able to play on the golf course that is in championship condition because the open, the major is being played there. Uh, basically, as we speak, and uh, it was actually sort of a, a practice round day, so a lot of the pros showed up. I walked really through security cool. right in front of Phil Mickelson, put it on the putting green with him, and it was like a new event to sort of hype it up a little bit. So it was a sort of a teams format and a bunch of invited sort of celebrity guest people, uh, and we played a scramble and we played. The whole course, and it was amazing. That's really awesome. You guys yeah. won too, right? And we won the scramble. That's awesome. Yeah. I, I'll tell you what, there's nothing like first tee jitters when it, there's, there's first tee jitters in like any sport where you like first drive and like hit your first shot or hit the, the court for the first yeah. time, take your first shot. But when you're not used to playing in front of a crowd, the amplifier of like people watching you, you don't get to appreciate on TV how many people there are and how close they are to yeah. you. You can hear people mutter things under their breath. It's that close to you, and um, they've There's been no watching. He's making this shot, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. they've been also, but they've been watching professionals the whole day, yeah, like hit true. amazing shots, and then we walk up and we're like, "Sorry guys, <laughs> this is going to be a little worse than that." But no, it was sick. That's and, really uh, awesome. It came on the tail end of a ADL doubleheader in Colorado and Salt Lake Jeez. that we uh, also won both games. That's awesome. And yeah. you,
2: can watch, um, you can watch that. It was live-streamed, right? I, I skimmed yeah. through and tried to watch all of your shots. And it's on I don't know golf, but they looked
0: pretty solid. I the announcers okay. liked it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I played okay. Obviously, we won. We had a great team. Shout-out to Catherine. She was the best player of the entire she group. And she had a nasty shot, yeah. Yeah, she had a sick shot. Uh, she holed out for eagle on the last hole in front of the whole crowd. It was unreal. So, yeah, go watch that. It'll be on YouTube. We'll put that link in the show notes if you want to check it out. You also went on your... Uh, canceled vacation <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Out a way to get there we
2: rescheduled it um, I went to Grand Teton National Park and Yellowstone National Park and it was like beautiful tons yeah. of animals I posted some photos some really crazy wildlife photos I never thought I'd be able to get in my life because I photos. rented an awesome lens yeah of a grizzly bear I have a couple yeah. of grizzly bear shots which is pretty cool yeah um I'm actually making a video for the studio channel right now, um, kind of about some of the tech that I like to bring because I talk about hiking way too much on the podcast. So I figured mm-hmm. let's get it all in one video so I can maybe shut up about it for like a few
0: months. And okay, then we'll uh, get all the gear, all the nerding out of exactly, all the stuff. Exactly, yeah. Okay. So that'll that'll be up there
2: soon. But we also just posted another video on the studio channel that was like a total banger from Ellis. His, his first <laughs> solo hosted video. Um, do you want to tell us a little bit about it? No. Okay. <laughs> but sick. Go watch it.
3: Definitely <laughs> it's go watch it. It's
2: really good. It's really yeah. funny and really insightful. I I and like the learning a lot. experience. Yeah. But the week I was supposed to be on vacation, I missed a little bet that you guys had, and Adam just posted it on Shorts, and I wanted to kind of get in on this because oh, I missed get
0: in on the truck. On the bet? Cybertruck bet, yeah. Okay.
2: So I think the bet was twenty-five non-employees receive delivery by the end of twenty twenty-three. Yeah.
0: Will it actually happen? I say yes everyone else mm-hmm. said no i'm going to agree with you on this one thank actually you. which thank you it's come happened. on hit the
2: buzzer i know way. you're looking <laughs> it's for it its yeah way, man i'm telling you so yes i agree with you i still think it'll be like under 100 i think it's going to be a very small amount Probably. i don't think it's going to be a lot i also mm-hmm. we're all excited about it and everyone on twitter is like oh my god it's coming bro, this got announced in 2019, like, oh no, this, I, under- no, no, I know you're not, yeah. I just need to say it. Like we're excited, but like, man, this thing was out there. And I was just thinking like, how many other EV pickup trucks have come out since that, since it got announced and mm-hmm. just like the lead they thought they were gonna have in the pickup space world and how much they blew that lead away.
0: It's been really interesting. I don't know how much I thought it would matter that they were first to be an EV pickup truck. Like yes, Rivian came out f- like before them and that was their thing was they were the first EV pickup truck basically yeah. to ship. And I don't know how much it helps to be the first one if it's a $100,000. And then the F150 Lightning comes out and I am seeing a lot of them on the road and it's an F150 so exactly. it should be popular. But the Cybertruck also has I don't know how many I'll google it. How many million pre-orders are there for the Cybertruck? Uh, I mean, a $100 refundable pre-order
2: is like a weird, which for Tesla is a great little four-year interest-free loan they got. Um, But yeah, yeah, I do think it, I kind of think it is pretty important, especially if you're not a company known for doing pickup trucks. So I think the fact that Rivian got in there first probably helped Rivian quite a bit to be able to say first EV pickup. is, And then when Ford comes out, like, you know people who are, Ford loyal are going to go for it
0: yeah yeah they had a ton of people in mind. we were talking to ford about this they had like tons of people pre-ordering f-150 lightning and for many of them it was their first truck and for many of them it was their first ford and hmm. so you know yeah, just is. like getting an ev just changes the equation for a lot of people so yeah i think cybertruck it's still going to come out in this uh sort of newish age of evs and yeah i think it's going to have an impact Uh, It kind of reminds me of a hot take that I'm going to talk about in a hot take (laughs) video, video? which I kind of want to spoil a little bit because I think it's one of the funniest ones. Should I just do it? it? Let's send send it. it. Okay. One of the hot takes that um, I'm going to address in the video with a little more precision than this is someone said the Cybertruck is going to outsell the F-150 by 2026.
2: Can I confirm the F-150 or the F-150 Lightning? The F-150.
0: I did the same thing. That
2: person (laughs) is... Optimistic, I would say. That person is... I don't even know a nice way to say it. That's one of the dumbest takes I've ever heard. So you can convince By what, 20, yourself By 20 when?
0: 2026, so three years. Zero shot. So, okay, but think of it this way. If you're a Tesla fan and you see, this is the, I'm going to the most optimistic route, right? Okay, okay there's a million and a half pre-orders of the Cybertruck mm-hmm. right now, right? Let's say they start shipping at the end of this year and they make them all in the first two years. And by the time they start making them the third year, they have another million people order. So by 2026, they they shipped all the pre-orders, and they're going to make another million new orders that would put it on pace to match the F-150. Now the chances that they actually ramp up production that fast and sell all the ones and nobody cancels and they sell all the ones they made and make another million orders, very, very low. But the F-150 sells like 600 to 900,000 every single year and it's the most successful vehicle in America. So if you're saying it's going to overtake the most successful vehicle for the past 40 years running in three years, you're an optimist and it's probably a hot take and I like that it's hot, but it's probably not going to happen just yeah that, that yeah I, there's i just don't think there's any shot that that
2: happens there's, i mean it's it's four years of pre-orders right that and even that is barely what ford actually sells in honestly a
0: year. i think the most of the pre-orders happen in the first year
2: i do think so also but that's why i don't see that pre-orders getting finished and x amount more coming in like you hit mm-hmm. a very huge part of the ones yeah. that you think you're gonna sell those aren't all gonna sell and then you're not going to get a higher influx once it actually comes yeah. out, especially with now R1T, Ford F-150 Lightning. I'll say the the Hummer pickup truck, but like I don't it think counts. that's much. And the Silverado is already getting test driven by journalists now. So like there's quite a few. I think that comes out probably around the same time. And there's a lot. There's other options at this point.
0: Don't forget the Lordstown. <laughs> so if, you see
2: if you're not watching the video version, I'm sorry for that. I don't um, actually mean that. There's a but uh we were talking this morning because I wanted to say it's interesting how many pickup EVs got announced and delivered since the Cybertruck got announced. Mm-hmm. And I thought the Rivian was announced after, but it was actually a year before. Before the Cybertruck. Which I didn't realize. And I think that just kind of goes to prove that when you're an EV company no one knows about and you announce a truck. No one takes it seriously because to me until the Rivian started like showing up, I didn't really take them seriously. So this Lordstown stuff, like no part of me considers this a thing that I'm going to ever see until I start actually
0: seeing. That's totally fair. I think the difference is with Rivian it was their first ever vehicle. And so it's hard to take anything they do seriously until they start shipping their first ever vehicle. And that's true about Faraday Future, and that's true about Lordstown, and that's true about so many others. But why I think it's different with Tesla is it's not their first rodeo, which is why when I see them starting to test mules and roll around camoed versions Mm -hmm. of it, it seems like they're actually ramping up to something real. Where the others, I could never prove that.
2: Yeah, I agree. I I think you clarified what I meant. There is more like these new EV companies as they're just first EV in general, like. Mm -hmm. Tesla's been around for longer, but it's also been four years, so maybe I shouldn't have given them as
0: much trust as I thought I did. Maybe but. it's impossibly hard to make an EV truck, and we're all but learning. But
2: it's a simple stamp that so many fleets, they can just stamp out a bunch of them. That's why the design's like that, man.
0: They'll just roll out like nothing in Allegedly. Like four years. This
4: yeah. thing is a, is a 6,000-pound guillotine with electric motors. I will you say, know what I mean? like, this
0: is true, and I think it's weird because... I keep hearing this about the Cybertruck, but, like, the Hummer EV yeah. and the Rivian are both over 7,000. I think the the Hummer EV might be over 9,000. 9, it's 9,000. Yeah. The it's battery, battery is 6,000. Yeah, and it's bigger than the Cybertruck. And it's admittedly, it's not sharp on the corners. <laughs> like, that's <laughs> definitely a difference. And I don't know how that plays into these tests or whether it'll get pulled yeah. or
4: not. It also has crumple zones. The, the Cybertruck, they're really big on the fact that, like, this thing won't crumple. It'll just go through. Despite
0: having a front trunk. Whatever you hit. Which is good for the occupant, but not whatever you hit. It's
4: good for the occupant in theory, right? Assuming you just do go clean through. But remember that the whole point of a crumple zone is to- to slow you down. It's to send energy around the vehicle, past Mm. the passenger compartment. So there is a very realistic chance that your truck will be perfectly fine and you will be (laughs) like a Chef Boyardee can in the
2: like But <laughs> per- the windows are bulletproof, so you won't go through them. Yeah. Don't worry. You'll just splat up against know. them. Instead.
4: I feel like I should say before the Tesla boys come out. <laughs> Too late. The 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 Model 3 and the Model S are some of the safest cars money can buy.
0: Some according. of the biggest, biggest crumple zones in any vehicle.
4: Yeah. Uh, the, yeah. the NHTSA says, like, those are at the top of the chart. So maybe they've got some tricks up their sleeve. But to me... This just seems like they should make this illegal to drive around schools, right? There's there's no way any grade schooler could survive getting hit by a Tesla truck, which is so high off the ground, they couldn't see them anyway. I
0: don't know how different it'll be than the Hummer EV.
4: The
2: thing, even just outside of EVs, the trucks and like SUVs we're driving in America are so dangerous towards pedestrians everywhere and we let them drive all the time. Like I just don't yep. see anyone actually stopping the Cybertruck as being any more dangerous yeah. as these the amount of times I've almost been like clipped on the side of a sidewalk in town because some lifted pickup truck. I was just like, in Uber,
0: yeah. In in the city and we were in like a Denali or a Yukon XL or something, and just like riding it, and I'm just like, we are we are kings of the road right now. Yeah. this is insane. Yeah.
2: They're so yeah. high and they have such a big front and inf- like front grill and everything. It's hard to see over. And if you're in yep. the blind spot of them, it's it's dangerous. Yeah, yeah, it's so terrifying.
4: Let's, let's put a blade on it. Yeah,
2: maybe. let's make it go zero to sixty in three
0: seconds <laughs> <laughs> and drive itself. <laughs> this is why the Hummer was hilarious when it came out. It was like the Hummer nine thousand pound. Massive refrigerator of a vehicle can also do a zero to sixty in three seconds. How does that make any sense? I think
2: the only reason I'm more scared of the Cybertruck is just I know there'll be more of them on the road. Um, Mm. Whereas the Hummer EV, just like I think it's a pretty niche vehicle, so I'm not as. But like if I saw Hummer EV on the highway, I probably would just pull over, take a break, and just like wait for that thing to be far away from where I am.
0: (laughs) That's fair. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see if the deliveries happen, and and then if they reverse the deliveries we'll have to come back to that bet yeah. but
4: i stand it's not i don't think it's coming out this year it's totally i
0: really happening. don't it's totally happening all right well i think that's a good spot to take a quick break we got a lot to talk about with threads and twitter but of course before we do breaks mm-hmm. it's time for trivia
2: start of the season all fresh
0: what number season is it 3 is it this officially this is season 3 season officially three. Yeah. okay you won
3: season 2 um you also won season 1 So sick. (laughs) Okay, first question coming from Ellis.
4: All right, so I was reading on the internet, as one does. Mm -hmm. And I found out that you can wake up a computer from sleep using just the internet. You don't even have to be at the same room. Mm -hmm. In order to do that, you send a very particular message to the target computer to wake Mm -hmm. it up. It's a very silly name. That's why it's a trivia question. What is the name of that message?
2: Is this multiple choice or...
4: <laughs> yeah. am I need multiple choice for this one. You know what? I'll make up some choices. I was going to say, and, y- uh, I
2: mostly want it because I want to hear your made up versions yes. of this. Yeah. You
4: know what? I'll just off the dome right now. Ready? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Number one, A, STOMP. S-T-O-M-P. These are all acronyms.
2: Okay.
4: Number two, Womp, W-O-M-P. Number three, Clump And number four, Alarm, wildcard.
2: All right. I'm impressed by the off the dome. Well, I have a feeling that. some of them rhyme. Yeah. <laughs> and well, that I'll, helps a little bit. I'll, but. I'll
0: be brainstorming on that through the break. Answers are at the end as usual. We'll be right back. Support for the show comes from Anthropic. Companies of all sizes are exploring use cases for AI and finding that it's not a one-size-fits-all game. It's all about finding the right balance between speed and intelligence. Like if you're powering a customer chat experience, you need instant speed at low cost. If you're doing complex R&D or advanced analysis, you need frontier intelligence. Claude 3 from Anthropic offers AI models for a variety of tasks and budgets. Claude 3 Opus is their largest and most powerful model that can handle complex tasks and analysis. Sonnet strikes the balance between information and speed. And Haiku is the fastest and most cost-effective model that can execute lightweight actions fast. Anthropic is dedicated to building AI systems that are reliable, interpretable, and steerable. Their multidisciplinary team of researchers, engineers, policy experts, and business leaders designed Claude to elevate the field of generative AI. See for yourself. Join the thousands of enterprises who use Anthropic to navigate this new frontier. Visit anthropic.com slash Claude, C-L-A-U-D-E, today. Jumpstart your genius with Claude 3 by Anthropic. All right, we're back. Uh, So, we've been using Twitter for years. Yes. And we've been using Meta's threads for about two weeks now two weeks do you call it meta all the time i still call it facebook uh i do have to remember to call it meta okay and sometimes i don't i just say facebook but it does say like when you have the splash screen meta so you know i get reminded of it uh yeah we have a lot of thoughts i have a lot i've been using them both i'm interested you know various intents in and i think you kind of see the waves now of things happening with each of them yeah i I don't want to we were saying it's like the second wave but it almost feels like the fourth wave like the first wave was the day it launched, yeah. which was in the midst of a trough with Twitter because they had like the rate limit scandal and all these oh things happening. Goodness. And then Threads launches and explodes, right? And it has tons of people joining, tons of engagement. You could consider that the first wave. Okay. Even though there was like the, the zero wave of like all the pre release testers, but mm-hmm. I'll leave that out. Then the second wave was like, all right, it's sort of stabilized. We're like four or five days in, 70 million, 100 million users. Mm-hmm all right, we're here, what do we do now? And then Twitter on the other side is like a little bit quieter than usual. And you're kind of looking around Twitter like, interesting, it feels like there's less (laughs) posts happening, but also- Is it it a day off? Is it a holiday? Why isn't anyone on the road today? (laughs) There's like a, a tumbleweed going across. And then the third wave was then suddenly like all of the- here I am engagement farming posts happening on threads. Mm-hmm. And then all the all the like threads versus Twitter talk. And then I feel like the fourth wave is now Twitter flips a switch, turns on a monetization feature, starts yeah. writing a bunch of checks. And like literally the other day there was a post from Adam Assari that they had to turn on rate limits because suddenly there's a bunch of spam happening and they needed to actually slow that down. And so now it's sort of equalizing and Obviously, the spike in engagement at the beginning is what you'd expect to see, yeah. but it's it's never going to hold up to that level, but it is a, at a different place. So there's a lot to go over with uh, where we see both of these platforms going.
2: Yeah, and the, lo- the last time we talked about it was by the time the episode came out, that launch date had happened, but when we were talking about it, we were just basing it off of your like day before pre-release and yeah, talking there. True. So like we haven't really covered that whole step-through process that you just mentioned, all the waves. So do you yeah. want to... like? really quickly go over how you've been using threads and what you've thought about it so far?
0: Sure, yeah. So, I mean, it launched, and there's always just that, like, fun first couple days of something new where you just play yeah. around with it, start poking around. You know, I think I I tagged just random people. I tagged Mark Cuban. I said, can I be a guest on Shark Tank? And he was like, yeah, let me get back to you on that. I like the <laughs> idea. I, I tagged Zuck in a feature request, and he was like, yep, it's on the list. Like, just kind of poking around and seeing what's happening, and things are all moving and colorful and exciting. Um, it's fun that that part is fun like everybody's
2: just like what do we do here (laughs) and like it's the difference I think of that is what we've talked about a million times before is that the user base is so important in all of these like we all dealt with this on Blue Sky and T2 and Mastodon but now within was it not 24 hours Threads already had more than probably all three of those combined probably
0: within hours yeah
2: yeah so like you get to actually experience this like hey this is kind of neat
0: yeah. Everyone's nice. What do we do? It's like walking into a party and like so many people you know are there and you're like, whoa, this is. oh, you're here too? Oh, wow, you're all here. That's crazy. What are we, what are we talking about? What are we doing here? And you're so excited you don't get into the like toxic
2: hellscape arguments <laughs> of like the regular Twitter thread. And that was yeah. just nice for like a week.
0: Yeah. I think then once you've gotten over the hump of like, right, we're all here. We're all trying to do stuff. Then it's like, what do we post here and do? and this is from someone who posts on social media for a living, I'm like, do I post the same things that I'm posting in mm-hmm. other places, or do they not belong here? I saw at the beginning so many, you know, em- so much emphasis from the founders about things like conversations and and just text posts, and it's it's called threads. It's literally just like yeah. text threads, people talking to each other. So I kind of assumed I'd mostly just be using it like Twitter, in like text threads, not a lot I I didn't post any YouTube links so I wasn't thinking about posting any you know photos or videos even though you still can technically mm-hmm. but then the question is like well I I just posted some short form video on Instagram do I also post it on Threads is that like double posting I, I posted on Twitter maybe I post it on Threads and Twitter but not Instagram or reels or shorts is I don't know it's kind of just a weird there's a thought process now to it so that that's in the back of my head the whole time mm-hmm. but then also I do find it fun to engage with shorts because it does, for me, still feel like it has the second fastest engagement rate of any social network behind Instagram. Sorry, your threads or shorts? You said shorts. Threads. Threads okay. Yeah, so like on Instagram, if I post something within 10 minutes, there's over 100 comments. There's probably... Ten thousand likes and you can just see just a chaos activity happening where that's very different on twitter versus shorts youtube shorts has almost the opposite like a, a low two-day mm. burn before it hits the shorts feed and then takes off so it shorts is just or threads is just interesting to just like poke around and and reply to something and just see how fast you can talk to people on threads before the thread's over
2: yeah and from that first week like Despite having wildly like less people on the platform and less followers than like Twitter that I had, like the engagement I was getting felt kind of crazy. I think just everyone was so excited to be on it; they were on it a lot more. They were replying all over the place. There was engagement everywhere. Everyone was
0: like, "Oh shoot, I didn't realize you're on here yet. Like, yeah. what's up?" Did you follow the? Did you follow everyone that you followed on Instagram, or did you did you follow separate people? It's funny because it's.
2: M- It's more along the lines of the people who I follow on Twitter because Instagram to me has still been this slow move over of more of my like personal life versus this like social media work Mm -hmm. life, I guess. Um, And on threads, I found it really interesting because a lot of people that I do know in my personal life on Instagram that don't have Twitter, were creating threads and And then you get to see, yeah, just some of their stupid little, that's what I love about just like very short text based posts is like you can just have one random thought and that thought can be hilarious and that's it just so, like makes my day. That's
0: the most pure like early version of Twitter. Thing it's incredible. I love it so much. That's like when you can only tweet it. from your phone. Yeah. And you can, it was just like 140 Like when characters. you're sending a text message yeah, to it. Yeah, just 140, just a blurb of a thought. Yeah, that's kind of how it starts and I think now you're seeing like the, the people who are here to get you know engagement here to figure out like how to turn this into a page there's the the linkedin bros showing up like trying to optimize and like doing all these crazy things like you expect that with any new shows even though it's not monetizable directly yet Mm -hmm. it's still you expect that that was kind of the fun part of the beginning it was like when that happened people were like (laughs) no
2: get that off of. no this platform's fun right now get that grind set crap off of here like yeah, yeah block that mute that and yep um but i think like Like you said, one of the biggest issues of it at the beginning, or you didn't say it, but this is what you tweeted at, I think Adam responded to you about just having an actual front page with the people you follow, not random people. And they did say they're working on it, which is great. I'm a little worried it's going to be, which is similar to Twitter now, where that's not gonna be your main, you're gonna have to swipe into it as a, a secondary
0: one. That is always fascinating to me because every social media has to have some balance of this where you follow people because you want to see what they post, Mm -hmm. but in order for them to be successful and keep you engaged, they need to be giving you new things. It's almost like on Spotify, like we have the music that we wanna listen to, but there's also like if you hit shuffle, it's gonna just toss in some music you've never heard before. It's gonna toss in some Explore Weekly or whatever. And that's what TikTok has got. TikTok is probably the far end of the scale. You don't even really check who you follow. Most people don't check who they follow. It's just the For You page. And on the other side, maybe it's closer to like Twitch or YouTube. Back in the day, I only watched who I subscribed to, but now it's mostly homepage. It's things they yeah, recommend YouTube's to you. getting
2: closer to that, that TikTok side where mind. like I'm watching people that I realize I'm not subscribed to because I'm just so consistently getting fed their stuff that I enjoy. Yeah. And
0: So Instagram now too.
2: Wants to be It right. used to
0: just be like people you follow in the posts that they make with the photos. Now it's just like tossing stuff in my feed. Mm-hmm. Obviously the Explore page and Reels is giving you new stuff. So now they're pushing towards that. So now Threads shows up. And of course we're following a bunch of people. We're engaging with a bunch of stuff. But yeah, the homepage is full of people you don't follow. And so as a purist, I want just the list of people Mm -hmm. I follow and the things that they post because that's why I'm here. I just joined threads to follow 12 people, Uh, but they don't even have a following count for people. They just show you the homepage and you can follow people on the homepage, but it's constantly pushing you new stuff. And uh, that's just the way social is in 2023. And I guess it's cool that it's on their list, but I kind of doubt it's very high on their list. Yeah
2: it, or it's not going to be like a default you're cuz Instagram you can do only following chronological but it's not even like in Twitter where you just swipe over it's like a, it's, hidden it's like a drop down menu yeah which yeah. that you have to do every time you open the app i yeah. think which I, is my
0: suspicion is it will never be the default
2: n- i totally agree with that
0: yeah um
3: i did sorry quick question mm-hmm. when do you think they're going to add ads hmm Because I think a big part of why people like it right now is because there's no ads. It's very pure with no ads.
2: I think Meta has the bankroll to be able to roll this for a little bit without ads. And I think that's probably the smartest decision to Mm -hmm. eventually dump ads and make a ton of money on it. Um, But they I think we all can probably agree they push this pretty quickly in a very opportune moment with what was going on with twitter yeah. so why not completely capitalize on twitter maybe uh stumbling you don't think they bit? did that already i feel like I they think,
0: already like i think did it's too early thing. i think they did a lot of the thing but they need, they're still definitely in don't mess this up mode mm-hmm. i think yeah the pressure needs to stay on yeah um like i think twitter can have a bad week and it's fine but if you have a really good couple of months in a row on threads and it's the activity still going and like you didn't ruin it with ads yet, then you start to really think about like, all right, we're actually taking real meaningful market share. We're actually changing the landscape of social media. Then maybe you start thinking about, okay, we'll do a little bit of ads here and there.
2: Yeah, and there's a a benefit to being Having multiple different social media sites and products that are making money, and then one being able to lose some versus mm. spending $44 billion, immediately halving the worth of that, and then having to try and make up for all the loans that you take.
3: Yeah, but Meta's also like burning money in VR and AR. So, like, they need something yeah. to give them a money right They've now. got some others. They still have
2: Facebook and Instagram That's though, true. that yeah, are making cash plenty it. of money. Okay, so WhatsApp. the next
3: question how long until Google makes one? Google. Everyone with a Gmail already gets an account. You just bring it
0: over. I was. This is why I was saying. <laughs> do you um, remember how many things Google Plus did to re- like Google Plus was ahead of its time for real. Google Plus, which I used for every year it was out, as I've mentioned many times before. But like, do you remember when there was a plus one, plus one button on and just like everything, everything on Google Search?
2: There are still. Like, I'll still see some trucks with advertisements on them that will still show their social media links and there'll be like a Google Plus link on (laughs) them. Food trucks all have Google Plus links. I love it. I don't know why.
0: Yeah. uh, On YouTube, they forced everyone to turn their profile into a Google Plus account. So you could only like, you could plus one comments, plus one videos, share it to your circles. They forced. All of that, like the same way that we got this like nice plug with Instagram for threads to take off, they did that with Google search and YouTube. Mm -hmm. So the fact that that doesn't exist anymore is a pretty good indicator that you can't really brute force your way into it. It's got to be good. But like Google, Google tried. Google did try. So yeah, but they tried like 14 years ago. They gave it a good old
3: old Google (laughs) try
2: like, whoa, this didn't work immediately cut it i
3: I totally
4: remember when they did that and like being however old i was like a child and like watching the philip defranco video where he's like going over like yeah they're making everyone sign up for google plus and i remember just childhood me being like this is an outrage (laughs) yeah, Yeah. (laughs) as if it like affected me at all (laughs) that's amazing it
0: was a it was a it was a it seemed like a turning point on the internet because google had that kind of power where like, if you got a lot of plus ones on your site, that would specifically improve your search ranking, and That's so you really had a, an point. incentive to be strong on Google Plus. That was a the huge gamification
2: of that would be out of this world, more than now.
0: SEO right now. Like they should
3: just go back to that, and that'll be again the way that you rank I mean, that good platform will be destroyed internet. by
2: bots and like people just turning it into a total mess by yeah. gamifying everything. I mean,
0: a- Google never said specifically what how much of a percentage the google plus thing had to your ranking but it became very clear that like you wanted to be strong on google plus you want to be the most plus one thing on your search page to get you to the top you were the second most plus one thing weren't you maybe i don't know i was one of the i was one of the accounts that they suggested you follow when you joined that's awesome so that was pretty solid for that's a badge of honor yeah that was pretty cool Um, so yeah, I don't know. I, I do think the, the Instagram poll is very strong, but I don't think the growth phase is over yet. I still think they have to, they're still in don't mess this up mode. And as people poke around and find what to do, they can add the features that people seem to want the most.
2: Yeah. They're definitely in like a slight, you know, they, they had their high of like everybody joining right away and now it's going to dip a little bit and exactly what you said. Don't screw this up so that dip doesn't go too far down and that mm-hmm. dip it steadies off and then they start slowly rising again. Yeah. Um, I did find one thing. This is funny. I think I found one thing that I think threads can do that Twitter and Instagram can't do, except when I tried to do it, it didn't work. So let me explain. Okay. I was at the airport, and I think the reason this didn't work is just because of poor airport Wi-Fi. <laughs> That's why it didn't post. Mm-hmm. But if you think about it, Threads is the only place that you can post more than four images that don't all get automatically cropped to square. Because once you add more than two photos on Instagram in a gallery, it auto crops it into a square Mm -hmm. and you can only do four photos on Twitter. So I took all these different pictures and different aspect ratios and portrait and landscape. I was Mm -hmm. cropping them and I wanted to post all the photos I took on my trip and I could do that on threads. Except that it just kept failing to post in the airport Wi-Fi uh, and it didn't actually go through. So I yeah. just wound up cropping them on Instagram.
0: And it Some quite. things like that feel like features when I think really they're just not yet pruned. Like they're going to definitely limit that. You think they're
2: going to limit that? I think so. Okay. Yeah.
0: they kind of the same. Would I mean, have been it's, cool. it's meta. Like they're going to probably find a way to, you know, compress more efficiently and they're going to find ways to like reduce the amount of bandwidth you need to use to post and... You know, maybe if everyone's—you saw what David was posting. He was, had these huge panoramas well, and landscapes. Yeah, and they would take up your entire phone. Feed. I wish
2: he was here, like, so we could talk <laughs> about this because I feel like that is something he would enjoy. Like, David yeah. is definitely not taking ten square pictures at once and yeah. wants to post more than four at a time. So yeah. I'm sure that would. If it works, work well yeah, for he's, him. Yeah, he's
0: giving you that IMAX <laughs> experience <laughs> on threads, you know?
2: It's longer than your phone. You can only view it on a Sony Xperia phone. Yeah, it's, exactly. exactly. <laughs> um, before we get into Twitter and what they were doing, I, d- Twitter had to have been, if we step back to wave one here, mm-hmm. there's just something a little peculiar about if you posted oh, yeah, any threads going. links on Twitter that I, I think is pretty obvious and just very funny, but... Mm-hmm. It was clearly suppressing, right? Like I think I have a a picture here of your timeline. You posted something that just says, it's actually impressive how bad Siri is. 8.4 million impressions on Twitter. Mm -hmm. Next post for some threads and the link to your threads link. 200,000 impressions. Mm -hmm. and then another video of a caviar iphone 1.1 million impressions
0: yeah something's a little fishy there interesting yeah i don't i don't think it would be a shock to anyone if they uncovered just the word threads or any threads especially yeah yeah they're they're definitely not showing that to people the way they show other things to people not shocked by that i don't honestly this is like a part of social also where i think When you post a lot to social media and you're trying to optimize all your content, you're like, what do these platforms incentivize and how can I ride those waves? On Twitter or on any website, like on YouTube, they do not like you sending people to external websites, period. So on YouTube, if you have a really popular link at the top of your description and that link is sending people somewhere. like I remember we used to do uh, giveaway videos Mm -hmm. and a lot of people would use like uh giveaway hosting service like or whatever gleam or like something. gleam yeah. and there will be a link at the top and those videos would always bomb really because you're sending people off the site and YouTube's going, whoa, 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 we don't like this video. This video is sending people off of YouTube. And so you do this massive giveaway, but it would get like a tenth the normal traffic. Do you know what another good example of that is?
2: Um doesn't shorts have a thing that Sees if the tiktok logo is in it because y- they don't want you to just take your exact tiktok video that yeah. also shows a link to how you follow them on tiktok
0: and I'm not sure if they've admitted this yet but a lot of them definitely I think
2: that was like a pretty like, obvious yeah thing.
0: I'm not sure if it was shorts or reels I think reels like, oh maybe yeah. it was reels, reels. It's reels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, reels okay. if reels sees a tiktok logo okay. I think that's the one everyone knows about yeah. but I'm also pretty sure like if YouTube sees a tiktok logo uh, they don't want to push that either yeah yeah that's a fact it's already
2: funny it's also very funny that threads has an immediate share to twitter button which is just like i'm sharing that's essentially my tweet on a different bro to twitter but
0: yeah but let's yeah. talk about twitter yeah twitter twitter went through some stuff twitter had that like sort of a quiet couple of days you know what it felt like it felt like new york city after the hurricane <laughs> after hurricane <laughs> Sandy just was out like, for like let's... two days and it was like dang it's kind of quiet What's Which is kind of cool. It's yeah, it's kind of like you don't usually see it like that. Post apocalyptic Twitter, pretty yeah. Much. There was some graph of a I think it was a Cloudflare thing. It's trying to show that like Twitter traffic did actually tank for a little bit. Oh, sure, I don't even know how accurate that would represent everyone's Twitter experience. But if you use Twitter every day, you probably noticed there was less stuff happening. Mm-hmm. Um It came back. Uh, lots of random things keep happening at Twitter, and then one big thing that happened was they started doing payouts for uh, verified users who are in like a revenue sharing program.
2: Yeah, it's essentially if you now get a portion of the revenue that is created through the ads that are only posted inside your replies. So I'm sure we've yes. all noticed that replies on Twitter have ads now. Mm-hmm. Very annoying, but I get it. Um, yeah. So those specific ads will now benefit the creator that it gets posted under. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I tweeted uh, to my subscribers on Twitter, so if you are a subscriber on my Twitter, you saw this uh, a week or two ago, uh, but I got a screenshot because I just like got a pop-up when I opened Twitter one day. It says, congrats, Adam KBHD. as your share of ads, revenue, and replies, you're receiving $6,698. Your portion will be deposited into your Stripe Connected account within the next 72 hours. Thanks for being a creator on Twitter, and you just hit okay. Mm-hmm. And that's it. There's no analytics. There's no, oh, this isn't okay. the last 30 days. This is, the, there's no like, here's the tweet that generated you the most or like any okay. information. This is the only information I've gotten about this. And I can go into my analytics and try to find more. I can go into my Stripe account and try to find more. Almost nothing. But Interesting. But- everyone got this screenshot of like, oh, I'm going to get paid for my tweets, I guess. Yeah, so let's talk. I
2: had some questions. It sounds like yeah.
0: you can't really answer them. So <laughs> yeah, my favorite tweet. thing
2: to do on Waveform, let's speculate. Sure. Um, there's a bunch of people, and some people are getting paid a lot of money. I saw some I mean, crazy numbers. I saw multiples over $10,000. Yeah. Um, but one interesting thing here is, I, my two main questions are, one, it says that this is retroactive back to February, February when it was announced. Interesting. So if you think about that, then... This isn't just like 30 days worth like of payments. Six months. This is like six months worth of payments. That makes a lot of sense. Which is a lot, which under why a lot of these are very big. Mm hmm. Do you have a separate payment for subscriptions? Yes, it is separate. So yes. that is not included in this.
0: This is different, and okay. it's an, it's also through Stripe. But that this amount, this new thing that popped up, was separate from subscriptions. Okay. Subscriptions has already been happening. It
2: has a payout in a totally different way. It's okay. the same
0: way, but it's this is just an it's addition. not in the lump sum. Okay, right. cool.
2: So th- that does actually help that because I was wondering, like, man, some of these numbers I'm seeing are crazy. Yeah. Um, do so you want to go?
0: I saw Jimmy, Jim, Mr. Beast posted one. I think he did the same thing. He posted for subscribers. So sorry, Jimmy, but yeah, it was the same thing. It was like twenty five thousand dollars.
2: I think I 20. saw his. So I don't think it's a subscriber. Okay, yeah. I think I saw. it. Yeah, so yeah. it's just out there. Yeah. Yeah. So that's like six months worth of. So you're, you're looking at maybe a thousand a month. Basically, yeah. So you do the
0: math: six months, six thousand.
2: Yeah. I mean, not much to just share your random tech thoughts every yeah. once in a, mean, a while. To and deal with the and...
0: annoyance of ads showing up under tweets all the time, that seems like, basically. I think that moment on Twitter where it was like, oh, if I am a part of this program, I am incentivized to post more and use Twitter more because I will be paid more mm-hmm. accordingly. And anytime that moment happens on a social media platform, that changes the landscape of it forever, like every time that's ever happened. Yeah. Now, to different extents, like when that happened with TikTok, it was a creator fund and people didn't. Really make that much money. So it didn't change it that much. But when YouTube got the partner program and started revenue sharing, that inflection point changed YouTube forever. Yeah. So Twitter finally getting this moment, and we don't have any details about like what are RPMs? What are, is it a shrinking pile of money? Is it a a percentage? Like what is even Mm -hmm. happening? We don't really know. But the fact that it happened at all was enough for people to sort of come back to Twitter and start talking about it and figuring it out.
2: Yeah, and there's some cool parts of it. You do have to be subscribed to Twitter Blue, but I actually don't think that's that big of a deal if it's $8 a month and you're probably going to make, if you're somebody making obviously over $8 a month, it pays for itself. That's kind of nice. The one question I saw people have was, it says you need 5 million impressions over the last three months. And two things here. One, do you have to k- keep that streak? Do you always have to have three straight months oh. of 5 million yeah, in order unclear. to do that? And then I also included this tweet on here, which we'll show on the screen and I'll read out loud, but someone named John Krause, I, I think we've talked to him for the podcast before. He takes um, photos of like SpaceX and like rocket launches. Mm. He has His impressions are hilarious when you look at them versus having to have a three-month streak of 5 million because he goes... January, 6.7 million. February, 5.3 million. March, 4 million. Then April, 74 million. May, 9 million. Or June, 4.9 million. Oh so God. wouldn't hit it there. And then July, 101 million. So if that's what it was, he's well averaging over right. 5 million.
0: But he doesn't have the streak of three. But
2: potentially doesn't have the streak. I mean, this is a very niche amount of yeah. people that this would happen to, but that would be super unfortunate to pull 101 million impression a yeah. month. I think it should be it.
0: I guess if I was going just by the YouTube model you just have to get the streak once and then mm-hmm. you're in the program. Yeah. Uh it would be hard to imagine getting 70 million impressions in a month and just not being <laughs> in the program like pretty quickly, but you know, it's hard to tell. Yeah, we don't the, know. My other worry and I saw
2: this a lot of people saying this is just does this potentially incentivize people to steal more content on Twitter and post themselves versus retweeting or linking to original sources like why would you link to a YouTube video that might not get as many clips when you can clip the YouTube video Uh, and upload it yourself it's obviously gonna have to go through a bunch of copyright things now which I think already is apparent on Twitter just not as enforced as YouTube Mm -hmm. and now you're potentially making money like why would you like am i wrong on that no no i was just
4: like that's a really soft there's whole movies on <laughs> yeah, there's like, like oh, okay. shrek one two and three <laughs> right there's like like the super mario movie was in theaters and on twitter at the same time yeah. like
2: <laughs> this is reminding me of like the kick website they're just like yeah man come over here stream whatever you want yeah. like we're streaming the super bowl and it's like you guys know that's not gonna work for very long right and they're already starting to now like strike all these big people that went over there and are like i thought yeah. we could watch movies it's like No, it's not the Wild West. It's the internet still. There's still copyright laws. That's
0: exactly right. So this is why it feels like Twitter, and I've been telling people at Twitter whenever I have any contact with Twitter, like, please communicate more. Like, people need to know what the rules are. And at this point, we don't know most of these rules. Like, on YouTube, for example... We know about the copyright system. Mm-hmm. We know about how to get into the partner program, what the requirements are, and then once you're in, how it works. You get all the analytics and the revenue sharing information, so you can optimize however you want based on known info. On Twitter, none of that is really communicated at all. <laughs> so y- you these need all, people to communicate. Yes, in order you to need to a communication yeah. team. <laughs> turns out, but like this would be super useful information for this whole inflection point to have the most impact. But as of right now, yeah, it feels like, yeah, there's going to be people who just go, oh, more Twitter activity equals more money. Okay, let's just post constantly and steal a bunch of stuff and post more because there doesn't seem to be rules that specifically enforce that where when you do define them, then you you get better answers to those questions. Yeah, and
2: I I think like a, a pretty good example of even past like, like videos are pretty obvious you're copyrighted or like Mm -hmm. audio it's pretty obvious you're stealing that but when it's just like a random thought it's very hard to prove that you were the original of that and there are people that can just scrape not only twitter but a ton of other stuff we know there's somebody who we know got very popular on twitter from just scraping reddit threads about programming and now is like Has a very big following and just Mm -hmm. basically retweets and reposts things that are already on the internet already, and probably is making
0: quite a bit of money from this. Yeah, and I don't know if there's any uh, Twitter copyright system the way you see it built so clearly through YouTube. Like that's that system that was built behind YouTube. Like took years and negotiation and lawyers and paperwork and like that is built now in a way that it's part of YouTube. Uh, I hate to keep using YouTube, but like. Hey, it's the S-tier platform, so they've got to build. It's figured out. So, yeah, this is something they've got to figure out. Whoever's in that office building just got to figure it out. I have a feeling they're just (laughs) going to wing it. Until they can't anymore, yeah, might as well. Um, I'm sure there's there's also Threads conversations probably about this because Threads is so new. I don't think there's – obviously, there's no revenue share program, but when they do start doing revenue sharing or ads or whatever, they got to figure that out too. Yeah, We'll see. I'm interested to see, I am
2: very interested with what Adam said is like, when are ads going to start getting onto threads? Um, I guess to wrap up this conversation, I kind of wanted to see how you think, or like, how it is threads been turned into your just like everyday life right now? Because I think that's the most important thing. Yeah.
0: Well, I guess I can, it's probably different for everyone. We can probably all yeah, answer this For like me to, personally, yeah. uh, it's, a, it's not on my primary home screen. Okay. It's on one of my home screens, though. Okay. It replaced... Um, <laughs> is Twitter on your primary home screen? Uh, No. Okay. It's next to Twitter on my third home okay, screen. Cool. <laughs> so it's, okay, cool. So, you know, it's, it's made it out of the app drawer, which is cool. And, yeah, I opened it just for, like, the same level of entertainment as Instagram, interestingly. It's okay. not the same content, but it's the same level of, I'm just going to scroll for a while and see some fun stuff and peace okay. out. Um, I was in an airport for four hours and just like flipping back and forth, mm-hmm. you know, it's just like casual, passive entertainment. And once in a while you engage a little bit, reply for some threads, talk to people. That's kind of what it is. There's no DMs. So yeah, that's just like surface level what I use it for.
2: Yeah. I I'd say my use case on it right now is like, I still have that habit of just, uh, mine's in a folder right next to Twitter, but my, my like habit is to just folder Twitter, like boop, boop. It's just like oh, such yeah, a habit to just like hit it. Yeah, yeah, so I'm so much more hitting Twitter, scrolling through Twitter, and then being like, this isn't great. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's threads, yeah. and then going to <laughs> threads, and then looking at that, and then maybe replying like once. And yeah. overall, my just like, my usage of social media that's reliant on text posts has just dwindled
0: quite a bit. Here's um, a question. Yeah. Let's say you you have a bucket of all your social media. Let's say it's, uh, I don't know, 100 units, have have your units overall gone up or have you split up your units into smaller pieces? Like if you did like 50 units of Twitter and 50 units of Instagram, are you now doing 50 more units of threads or are you doing less Twitter or less Instagram to make room for threads?
2: Weirdly, I think I've probably just been using Instagram more overall because it's just like hmm. seeing photos and, and being more... Following the people that I know in my like personal life has been. I've just realized, like, man, as much fun as it is sometimes, it's just like there's so many people bickering and arguing, and like it's just more fun to stay away from that a on little Twitter, bit. You mean on Twitter? But I mean, like, it's gonna it's gonna be at thread soon. It's probably already starting to come in there. My mm. Twitter has been, and it got cleaned up a little, but so bot ridden. And I know you guys have mentioned that, like, there's a lot of that on Threads lately. I haven't seen it, but I'm just not on threads as much. I would I would say like it goes Instagram, Twitter, and then threads, but I'm probably engaging more on threads, okay. but I'm reading Twitter more because I still think that's like a habitual thing that'll be very hard
0: to break. Yeah. And that's and it's so like news based and there's so many like, th- like I like fast keeping up to date with
2: news, and that's because yeah. people I'm following. When threads does that and when it becomes more like apparent and people are on there, which will happen, yeah. I'll see myself using threads more maybe okay. i would like a dim mode on threads
0: not the dark mode
2: i like dim mode on twitter not full a black specific, okay. it is yeah, david it's agrees gray. with me on this i know david agrees with me on this <laughs> i for some reason it's
0: like blue purple almost uh yeah like super dark navy or whatever it's i like not it. quite black
2: it's not quite full black interesting
0: okay yeah. i'm hoping for a, a little trending topics page on threads yeah that would trending, be nice too trending threads trending words How are you guys using twitter or threads at all I've been
3: using it. It did make my home screen, um, okay. mainly because it's the new thing. So I'm just, like, trying it out, it's seeing fun. seeing what it's about. Um, but I do like it because a couple of months ago, I went through and, like, really curated who I was following on Instagram. So my Instagram, for the past couple months, I've actually been having, like, a decent experience, which is crazy.
0: It's good to do that <laughs> once in a while.
3: There's actually, like, interesting people and creators <laughs> and things that I like that I follow. Yeah. Um, so when threads happened and it all just transferred over it's Mm. been pretty interesting seeing those people now i have like a decent a different experience than twitter which when it first came out and i like was first starting to follow people it was all tech people Mm. so like twitter for me for the longest this whole time has just been exclusively tech people and now all of my other interests are also on twitter basically because of Mm. threads coming out
2: yeah before you stop did you see um they Mentioned threads is adopting activity
3: pub. They it was like today, I think they've been saying that they're gonna do that, okay, and yeah. they've been like doing their due diligence and going through it. But I'm curious to see when it actually happens. I okay, hope they yeah. do because it how would be it awesome. Happens. Yeah, it would be really cool, but we'll see.
2: Okay. Yeah.
4: Ellis. I don't have threads, nice I, at all. No, don't you
0: have like every not, other one?
4: Don't you <laughs> yeah, have like some that's, weird that's why fake was, account like, on it? I, or? Have, I have a Twitter. No, you can't make a weird fake account on oh, it. Oh, because it cause just it's, yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, I had Twitter, and then everyone's like, oh, Ellis, you gotta get T2. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, oh, Ellis, you gotta get Blue Sky. <laughs> and then everyone's like, oh, Ellis, you gotta get... I was like, enough.
0: <laughs> <laughs> threads is too late.
4: I'm done.
2: So, yeah. Uh,
0: yeah. Outside looking in. Cool. Okay. So Are if you tempted, see
2: Ellis on Threads, it's It's not me. Fake.
0: That's good to know. That's That's super huge to know. All right, well, I think what we're gonna do after the break is hype or not. There are no notes. I have no idea how this yeah, is going to work or Adam what we're going to judge. It all said, I think. Which I'm excited for. But before we get into that, we're going to do trivia and then a quick break.
3: Okay, question two. Do you guys want a tech trivia question or a nature question?
2: Agriculture. You're asking... Marquez and Andrew. And Andrew. Part want. of me wants yep. to say tech because when I get the other
0: one wrong, I'll be more embarrassed, so <laughs> the audience I probably like, wants to You know to what? Tech. Let's do a nature question. Nature question I've Marquez. Said, now, is this a nature... Is this a specific? I'm still going to get it wrong because... Is this a national park question? <laughs> um, or is this just nature in yes general? It's just nature in general. All right, but, let's do that. Okay. Cool. So, yeah.
3: how many grizzly bears are alive in the world? Jesus. How... <laughs> how am i gonna why right.
2: can i like tell a... you a really cool fact i learned this week sure does it have to be now or can it be later is it okay. grizzly want. related no it's not grizzly but it is wildlife right related. now it's... right okay. now i okay. need it what is the biggest natural predator to moose
3: humans no
4: like biggest oh. Largest.
2: Size wise? Mm
3: -hmm. Largest? largest. Yeah. Orcas.
4: Yes. Dude, good job.
3: Moose
2: man over here. (laughs) What? They swim and they swim up in like the Arctic. Oh, they do? And orcas (laughs) have been known to eat moose. That's the I don't think it's very common, but it can happen.
3: Whoa that's kind of crazy all right that's the best
0: trivia thing i've heard claire taught me (laughs) over the week it was good to know imagine being an orca and being like oh jackpot (laughs) (laughs) that's sick okay well we'll take a quick break we'll be right back support for this episode of waveform comes from gigabyte So all of the models that I've been talking about are available right now at oris.com slash laptops slash gigabyte dash AI. So that's A-O-R-U-S dot com slash laptops slash gigabyte dash AI. Gigabyte, team up, fight
1: on. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling,
3: welcome back we are going to do something now that we call hyped or not hyped or over under or hypothetically speaking there's a ton of names that was the name yeah basically what we're doing is me and ellis are gonna go back and forth and name things in technology maybe not in technology mostly in technology you guys have to tell us whether that thing is overhyped underhyped and i'll give you each one perfectly hyped Okay. so you can use your one perfectly hyped throughout this round and just be like okay yeah i think that's pretty good
2: and we have to use the perfectly hype in this scenario we can't retroactively go back yes because you, wanna, like, kinda yeah, you, to it you it want to like kind of save the perfect yeah you got to save it for when you're really stumped. it's but. more spicy if you have to use it exactly. right away with fair okay cool
3: okay so i'm gonna start off with an easy
0: one okay red cameras that's not easy are they yeah like not easy because to two different communities there's two very different answers yeah
3: that's i want to get into that give me both
0: okay so among um among normal people overhyped agreed nobody should get one
2: well they're also overhyped because like so many people are just like Marquez uses a RED camera. That's why everything looks amazing. Right. They don't have any talent. It's just the RED camera Right, and like everything. RED built their
0: brand up in a way that made that easy. Like, yeah. good job, RED. You have a strong brand. People see RED cameras and go, oh, wow, nice camera. Uh, but in like the video making community, I think they're, I don't know if they're appropriately hyped or under hyped, but like, I think they're really good, especially for a one person. Oh, as a one person shooting manual focusing camera, as far as that goes, I can't get better quality out of any other camera, me personally. So I'm trying to average them. I guess it's like slightly (laughs) underhyped. I'm definitely not using my perfectly hyped on the first one. It is
2: hard to say underhyped because like you can pull a lot of incredible footage out of a lot of cameras and like it's really hard to be like. Oh yeah, people aren't giving Red enough credit because I think they're getting, no, I think they're yeah. getting their credit. It's very obvious they're getting their credit, but like you said, not many people ever need to have one, yeah. um, especially like in our job.
0: The way we use them, like we pull thumbnails as a still frame from a video, and it is a thirty-three megapixel full frame still. That's unreal to get crazy. that from video frames. But I think, as an average, I have to say they're overhyped. I think I kind of average.
2: have to say they are overhyped. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. All right. Yeah. Overhyped. Consensus. Yeah. All right. Ellis, you're up.
4: This one is uh, near and dear to my heart. Okay. Licensed dongles. Like, if you want to use some software, you have to plug a dongle into your computer. Hmm. And I I actually have a comment I want to add on okay. this. Because I feel like they're universally loathed.
0: I've never used one, but I feel like I would hate that. Here's here's the way I
4: feel, Right. I use a lot of expensive software in my day to day, and I have multiple computers. Right. And I don't want to have to buy that software twice. So, as annoying as the dongle is, it does let me hmm. multiple computer my stuff, which is why sounds I'm like, throwing under height. Ah, that's in what there. it sounds like. Wow. I,
2: I feel like I have this is a little bit different, but on our Netflix account, you're only allowed to download to two different devices. But I've switched my phones enough time that I'm pretty sure there's a phone that has downloaded stuff on it that's not deactivated mm-hmm. and I cannot figure out. So I only can down I have to when I go between my computer and iPad and phone, I have to keep deleting them off of it because I can only do one. So if I just had a dongle SoundCloud. that forced me to do it, it's, I would always know where it is. Yeah.
0: SoundCloud does that, but I don't it's my phone, so I don't have I don't want a dongle. I don't want to play yeah, with well, That's the, the end. problem,
2: yeah. On a phone is a pain in the neck. Hmm. N F C dongle.
4: That doesn't exist, but
0: it's such a
2: pain in a physical dongle, though, is a pain because you always have to bring it with you. And then if you have multiple softwares now, I'm going to look like the like middle school janitor of like keychain of software dongles walking around. That was me in college. Yeah,
0: I would say this. It would be nice if this expensive software could also just log into more than one computer at once. So uh, I'm going overhyped. Fair enough.
3: That is the correct answer. Okay. <laughs> Mine is Twitter-like services. So Mastodon. <laughs> oh, overhyped. Easy. All of them. They're all over. What? Threads, Every single one, D2. including
2: Twitter, is overhyped right now.
3: Well, oh, yeah, the average it's, would be
2: overhyped. It literally has to be their marketing is to overhype it. Mastodon and everybody is overhyped.
0: Yeah. Blue Sky is over. But they're only overhyped in our communities. Ask your, Fair. Ask your, true, like, true, true. Ask your cousins about Mastodon. What do they think? Like.
2: So then in that sense, it's like... Everything is overhyped except for threads, which is is actually pulling out of the the uh, tech community and going to the, the yeah. normies out there. And yeah. um, but I still think overhyped <laughs> overall. I mean, the other thing is is like all the smaller ones is everyone wants to be like, I have a blue sky invite. It's so incredible. I was like, there. I was screw using everyone. It. Yeah, whatever. You yeah. just wouldn't know because you didn't get to try it, and that's overhyping like crazy.
0: Threads did have a, a couple of days there where they would put a little badge on your profile for what user number you yeah, were, yeah and the clout that I had was I was like top one thousand, and there were people who had like I was number one hundred and three million seventy eight thousand two hundred and sixty six, and it was like I had a little little piece of me that was like, yeah, I was. I was one of the early people ones. are selling the vanity number accounts yeah. like but they I, got rid of 420 it. it's already oh gone. it's gone already yeah, it's already and now oh, okay. it's just the, it's just the threads logo oh, okay. just like we thought it would be
2: oh i didn't even notice that
0: yeah cool yeah i guess uh, Threads.
2: Uh, i think that you hype, have to turn
3: it on though i think it's off by default okay yeah yeah either
0: way they'll I,
2: turn that on by default very shortly yeah
0: i agree with you though i think they're they're overhyped overhyped yeah yeah okay overhyped ellis rgb lighting overhyped next over-eyed. yeah I think I, I even hate, like, hate it. yeah, even
2: the the crowd that likes it doesn't even really like it anymore. Do we consider these lights behind us RGB lights?
4: They do everything. I believe these are RGB IC.
0: I think RGB was a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> it was fun. But even
2: you look at like, think of Main Gear custom computers. Their big ones selling now are like the stealth versions that have Hell like yeah. very like, the lights are one color, and it's only to really accent all the really cool water cooling and Tasteful. like parts. Exactly. Tasteful. So we've definitely gone from the RGB everything, like burn your retinas, into the like, wow, this is a cool like sleek that razor, beautiful. Ra- even razor's kind of doing it. Yeah. That two hundred eighty dollars razor mouse, no RGB. Beautiful. Mostly for weight saving. But there
0: was a there was an era where I refused to get a, mechan- a mechanical keyboard because they all had just like. You'd plug it in and it would just be like blasting you Dude. with RGB light waves for some reason. It's a keyboard. I don't need this. We it's have an extra five one where eyes. it's not even just through the keys. It's literally the whole base plate yeah, is like open like, <laughs> you You don't want to see any of your letters. You're just going to see green, red, and pink lights all the time. Yeah, that was tough. I'm I'm going overhyped. Okay.
3: Tensor G2. It is an interesting one.
2: Is anyone hyping it? That's the question. Besides Google and David.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, wow, this is a tough one. Weirdly, I mean, in if the, you're going um,
4: camping, you gotta bring the tents, right? <laughs> <laughs> the,
0: the G2 is better in the, oh, that is tough. It's not, okay, I can evaluate how good it is, but I don't know how to evaluate how hyped it is. It's pretty good, but it's not that great. Like in the Pixel 7 and 7 Pro, it's decently performant and okay battery life. And for some reason the pixel fold, it's quite nicely performant and not good battery life at all. Uh, but is it hyped at all? That's kind of, I don't feel I like think it I'm gonna is.
2: throw it as underhyped because just it hasn't reached the level of us like considering it. like when you talk about all an- Android phones, you're like, this has the latest Snapdragon. And like tensor is just such in this category by itself where, iOS is as well but they've had years of making that so you're used to saying this is like the yeah. new A whatever chip and then Tensor is just we've only had 2 years of is it, it two? 3 years yeah so yeah. like I think it's underhyped but it's
0: I don't know is the uh would it's, you say the A16 good. Bionic is overhyped or underhyped I think
2: all phone chips are
0: overhyped <laughs> if I'm being I honest think, I uh, think I could say that the A16 Bionic is underhyped I could argue that. I was going to say all phone chips are underhyped cuz they're tiny uh, little computers in your pockets yeah. that are that are doing these crazy Fair. things like processing on device, building a voice out of scratch from your own voice, just like weirdly capable. Yeah, and then I see like 10
2: Qualcomm videos out of Hawaii that are like the new Snapdragon video and I'm like this in is no, overhyped. over-hyped. Nobody cares they're about They're definitely this overhyped right in now. those.
0: Yeah. I think Just for law of averages' sake, I'm going perfectly hyped. You're using your perfectly hyped here. I'm (sighs) using because if I say overhyped, that implies that there is any hype at all about tensor,
2: and I don't. I just don't think there's really any hype. And if I say
0: underhyped, that would have to imply that tensor is like better than expected in some way, but it's not.
2: It enables a couple different things that are. Pretty cool.
0: I mean, the speech to text is super fast, and Google Assistant's good on device. And it does have Now Playing in the background. I guess that's under okay. <laughs> All I think right. I'm going to go underhyped. You talked me into it. I think Now Playing is pretty sweet. I'm going underhyped. Now Playing just for that one feature. Yeah, which only works on Tensor device. It
2: literally can't work on anything else. It's it works impossible. on in Tensor
0: G1 as well, though. Okay, but uh, I'll I'll Snapdragon stick
3: with- could never.
0: <laughs> yeah, let's go underhyped. Sure. Wait,
3: that was only a G1 feature.
0: G1 and G2. I thought now playing's been on Pixel for a while. Yeah, I thought it's, yeah, yeah, It's both the Tensor chips. I thought it was pre-Tensor though. Really? I that's think I,
2: I my like Pixel four had it. Oh, yeah, let's just give me the thumbs up. Never owned one. Sounds overhyped. So that's not a Tensor feature. I think it's been there for a bit. And it never works when you want it to. I swear, now now playing, I think, is so cool. And every time I'm like, what song is
0: this? And I tap my phone to see it, nothing's there. Okay, so there is something to it. And I have a tiny rant about this. And it is complete speculation because I don't know how this feature works. But if you are sitting in a car and the radio is playing and the, the song, you know, you change the radio station, it pulls up in the middle. It will listen to the first five seconds of the song and instantly tell you what that song is. And that is amazing. And I think what then it happens is it knows at what part of the song it was in and it doesn't start checking for a new song until it gets to the end of where it thinks that song would be. So if you were in a four minute song and you pull up in the middle of that song, you're not getting another now playing answer for two more minutes. And so if you're shuffling through radio and you get one ID'd and then you shuffle to the next radio station, you won't get it. I, if that's how it works, I want to talk to the manager. I think yeah. that's
2: how it works. I love the conspiracy aspect of this is like, maybe that's how it works. Cause that's totally something that I would believe would happen if that's like how that's... I, I realized it. Yeah. And that kind of makes, I think now playing is awesome. I just realized I don't have it on my Zen phone and I've been using it for like a month. So apparently I didn't use it very much. It's, but.
0: it's good. It's good in Ubers. All
2: right. So are you, are you into perfectly hyped then? If the thing I'm you thought was with perfectly hyped. Yeah. Okay. Yeah,
3: cool. Tensor all G2. All right. so you used your perfectly hyped. High... Andrew still has his. All
2: right.
3: Streaming
0: TV sticks. Hmm. Is there any hype at all
2: about these? I think it's overhyped because they're pretty much useless at this point.
0: Are they? They're mostly no. built into TVs, aren't they? Exactly. Well, any we're,
2: say, we're saying I wouldn't consider that built into the TV. I would just not consider that a streaming TV stick anymore.
0: But you can you can you're talking about like a roku stick that you plug into a hdmi port at this point to turn a
2: non-smart tv into a smart tv
0: right it's fine (laughs) it's (laughs) fine i mean most new tvs have the roku or youtube or netflix built in yeah and so if you have an old tv you plug in the stick and it works exactly
2: i use one for my like garage tv that i i'm not gonna buy a new tv for my garage because i rarely use it and the chances of it breaking out there are it's like a 10 year old tv that yeah, i just, just have a, a Chromecast cast in, in there yeah. yeah
3: maybe i'm just like in a bubble here because my family is always super excited about all of the new sticks because they can like hack so it and put the cody on oh, it and all goodness. these crazy things and do they have an nvidia
2: shield
0: i know that's the thing everyone sounds loves i'm like <laughs> yeah. not gonna answer that. And <laughs> shield is is the shield one of the sticks are we counting the shield People still use that. I have friends that use that shield and they love it
2: from all the stuff they've done. People too. love I it. Yeah. That's I like don't even most, know what it is. There's
0: like, a, there's like a shield mod community. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I got to go overhype them.
2: I'm going to say overhyped. Sorry, guys. Overhyped. Yeah. Sorry, I mean, guys. I'm sure there are people out there where they haven't bought a smart TV yet, but you will soon and it will be useless. Yeah.
0: Good thing it's only like 40 bucks usually. Next one. <laughs> Widgets. Underhyped.
3: Underhyped? Yes. Like touchable widgets scrolling on the Apple Watch. It's supposed to become widgets. So-
0: widgets in general are so good, and I've seen so many iPhone home screens since widgets have come out that don't have widgets. And I'm like, guys, what are you doing? You're missing out. Widgets are so useful.
2: I'll. I think I'm going to use my hyped, my correctly hyped one, one here. Perfectly hyped on, on widgets because I do agree there are some that are incredible but there are way too many that are just so pointless and take up your entire screen and just turn into clutter. I don't get all the new widgets on Mac because you're always going to have windows open and that seems crazy. I think I don't really use widgets that much. I'd rather like have a nice clean home screen. I do think But I widgets, do agree a bunch of them are great. Widgets
0: on the Mac are pretty dumb. Yeah. I don't understand that. But I think some on phones and iPads are like incredible. So like by average they're... Perfectly hyped? Yeah, yeah. On, on widgets for Mac, at the moment that they were announced at WWDC, massively overhyped. I'm just going to pull up
2: like the optional widgets I can put on my phone right now. But like, I can't live without my calendar widget on my phone. The home, so Asus launcher awesome. widget, cool. My authenticator widget.
0: Actually, that might be kind
2: of nice. Yeah, <laughs> see?
0: <laughs> You're about to log into Twitter. You just go home
2: and boom, what is my code. My Bank of America widget because I want to send money through Zelle in a widget on my phone. That sounds
0: reasonable. That's insane. That is insane.
2: That is crazy, right? The Chipotle widget, <laughs> totally which just says to sign in to get rewards. I yeah. definitely need a shortcut on my phone. There's a good one. one.
0: The Tesla widget constantly displays how much battery you have unless you lock and unlock.
2: That's pretty good. Solid. That's pretty good. I do not need the in Brighton widget. Actually, no.
0: I love widgets. Man. See? See? Have you looked at your man. widgets? I love widgets. There's so many good ones. Let's I can't I can't go under-hyped for widgets because not enough people use widgets. I have to go... Sorry, I can't go over-hyped. I have to go under-hyped. Widgets is under I'm hyped.
2: just going to add the Reddit is fun widget just because it's still there, oh, even wow. though it doesn't work at all. RIP. I think I'm just going to keep... What is the TikTok widget? Oh, it'll just like launch you into the TikTok camera right away. Mm. Oh. Damn, you got to be TikToking a lot to do that. <laughs> okay, cool. TikTok. I'm going to stick with perfectly. I don't use widgets well enough, so I understand they're there, but I can't mm-hmm. call them overhyped.
0: Okay.
4: Overhyped or underhyped? The brown lucid.
2: Underhyped. Uh, you like it? It's uh, awesome. Um, it's two tone, right? Yeah, it is.
0: It's the. Oh, no. We saw that in California. S- it's if it the sucks.
2: loafers of. It's rough. It's the
0: loafers. I don't I don't think there's that much hype, but I'm still going overhyped.
2: I think the Lucid in general design is underhyped. I think people hate on it too much, and it does look I think it looks good, and in some colors it looks really good. It looks like a brown ain't that color though. It looks like a whale shark. Whale shark. Both sides look like a whale shark. Yeah. Yeah. But so what do you guys go brown.
0: with? Overhyped? Overhyped.
2: The brown is probably overhyped because if one person likes it, then it's overhyped. Yes, exactly. Like <laughs> yeah. Sorry to whoever is listening to this podcast. I p- feel like the chances that somebody's listening to us in their brown lucid is actually reasonable. <laughs> to the one that I so saw. So I'm sorry <laughs> that Yeah. one time.
4: If, if you own a brown lucid, just know I'm on your side. No.
2: Send okay. us the picture of us playing on your infotainment <laughs> system.
3: Handheld gaming consoles. Overhyped overhyped
0: yeah everyone's smartphone gaming
3: <laughs> it's a hard disagree
0: smartphone gaming. i
2: think they're actually underhyped right now i think the switch brought it into play and everyone really liked it for a while and now actually Whenever everyone's like the, sh-
3: the rog ally everyone's trying
2: to that. do it and i still think the switch is just doing it the best and the switch is still the only thing i see people i went to the airport and there were i saw two different groups of people with a Switch propped up on their suitcases playing Mario sick. Kart the on Switch separate is, controllers. Yeah, the Switch is pretty I've done sick.
0: that before. It's awesome. Every other one that's trying to be like a hardcore Switch is just insanely small demographics. The
2: Switch is just such a, it's the like perfect storm. It's like yeah. reasonably
0: fun short games you want to play a bunch of. Well, or what just if just your like Switch they... could be, could run Windows and be overclocked yeah. and play Call of, like- Half-Life 3 on I here. I, it's just not something I'm interested in. I am going overhyped. We're going to get a lot of hate gauge
2: for this. I can't <laughs> wait. It's <laughs> totally fine. I agree, though. I don't need to play Counter Strike Source on the airplane. Or yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: or just use your laptop. Pony, you Pony have. on the airplane. Yeah.
4: The Google Pixel Fold.
0: I would like to go underhyped. So my hot take is it's not a hot take, but it's more durable than I expected. For Doesn't first yours have, gym? like, sand in it? Yeah, and it's fine. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? I had sand in it weeks ago. To be fair, I thought it would be broken by now with that Same. sand. Same. I went... So, for those who missed that, uh, when I was first testing it, when it first came out, I went to a three-day-long beach tournament, and I accidentally took it with me the entire time. Uh came back here. I, pull, I opened the hinge, and, and when I made that, like, hinge-opening movement, I could hear sand grinding in the gears of the hinge and i thought this thing is going to die within days of me getting back here it hasn't guess what i also did on the plane i spilled water on it okay there's a water oh. bottle in the little thing next to my seat and when i popped it open it was a metal water bottle for some reason <laughs> And it like fell onto the phone and it cracked the bottle open and it just started pouring all over the phone. And I picked it up and I was like, well, that's the end of this phone. Shook it out, like unplugged the, it from oh the charger. It's fine. It's totally fine. That's actually really impressive. It cracked the bottle. I know, that's yeah. the metal bottle. Like a thin metal water bottle. It's, like wh- what? It sounds like I the like, picture. the
2: photos of like the old Volvos when cars would crash into <laughs> them and then the car would get destroyed because the Volvo is yeah. just like a rock. That's No impressive. crumple zone on that thing yeah no, <laughs> that's this, the cyber truck
0: this is the cyber truck of phones there it is it's the cyber truck of phones underhyped for sure pixel folds underhyped it's it's expensive uh, i didn't say it was underpriced but relative
2: to the time right now it's probably overhyped because it's the most recent folding phone and that is
0: always the most overhyped thing but like no the uh, the, sh- the, ma- the mix magic 2 came out after <laughs> oh sorry <laughs> yeah. i guess yeah then so, i don't know so we're back to underhyped
2: yeah underhyped sure yeah
3: all right, next one. Hyundai's new design language. Ooh, spicy.
0: You can't get me to say underhyped.
3: I love their new design language.
0: I don't know. Just Hyundai.
3: Just well, okay. Hyundai and Kia, because they're I mean, both I said you like won't same, say underhyped. But I love them. Yeah. Yeah. I so I w- wait. So no, yeah, that would be underhyped.
2: I don't Sorry, think people are giving. Say,
0: I w- I won't say overhyped. Yeah. yeah. I I'm very likely to say underhyped. Here. I
2: think they're underhyped. I think some people are giving them credit. I don't think, but even like. Claire all the time has been, and this isn't even just their EVs. Some of their just regular cars, their yeah. ICE vehicles are putting the out.
0: tell you ride, right, They baby. look good, man. They, they look, look great. Claire's like, wow, I really like, like. I saw a Kia Stinger here and I thought, damn, that looks like a, Dude, like a Maserati. Dude, the Stinger looks pretty it looks sick. Kind of, yeah. kind of fire. Like, I would never buy a Maserati, but the Stinger <laughs> looks like one that I would buy. They're both South Korean, right? I believe so, yeah. Yeah. Killing it. Did you guys
3: they, see the Santa Fe, the 2024 you, Santa, you Santa Fe? we looked at it this morning was when you was were.
0: was looking, you know. yeah, we were, uh, Brand and I in the car concluded it looks like a Range Rover. <laughs> but kind of like a.
2: There's a uh, very long yeah. conversation here about it. Like yeah, we had a huge. I think debate Alex this morning. thought it looked a lot like the R1S, um, uh, but I think it's more Range Rover style.
0: It is a th- is a three row right? There's no way it's that bulky with only two rows.
2: I think it's. I think, I think it
0: think looks it's three row for a three row SUV. I think it looks fine. I think it looks really good. So wait, Andrew, you're saying I think it's underhyped. Underhyped. I, s-
2: I do under-hyped. think people are giving it credit. I don't think. I Enough also think people are giving them credit. They look really good. And I think they still have the like cheaper brand just behind them, but that
3: doesn't mm-hmm. mean My it can't look My thing is that good. like it lo- they look great, but also like the car itself is
0: like meh. So that's good design because the design is so much better than the rest of the car <laughs> <laughs> that you are let down by the car, which means the design is great. That's true. But I also think people are under appreciating how much of a, moment in time this can be for some manufacturers as they make their first EVs they can kind of turn the corner into being uh into changing their reputation and I think they're doing it at the perfect time they're going
3: to a new high school and they can
0: reinvent themselves exactly yeah people call me Charlie or whatever else name you're gonna make up <laughs> what? I don't know why wait like, was that the Santa Fe Charlie. EV that's what we were looking at I this no, no I don't think it's, it's the EV. an EV it's, it's just, just a Santa a Santa Fe. Fe.
3: Yeah.
2: Oh. Yeah. yeah. It had like tailpipes and stuff. Thanks. It's funny because I'm looking at the Santa Fe out right now and it does not look like it has a third row. So maybe this does not, but there's not enough pictures I
0: think in here. Yeah. It's the just...
3: regular Santa Fe right now does not have a third row. Yeah. I don't know if the if new one is If that new gonna... one
0: only has two rows, I'd take it all back. It looks like it, like it, has, it has to have three rows. <laughs>
2: also in weird. terms of cars being like meh and the design looking good, like didn't Doug DeMuro say recently that like Prius pretty much every car you buy is going to be fine and at a certain point. Just buy the one that you Is that still
0: true with EVs, though? I feel like... It's not true with EVs. Yeah, I feel like with regular cars, yeah. True of all the mature regular cars, gas cars Mm -hmm. and hybrids, yeah.
2: Yeah. I don't know. There's nothing in here confirming that it's three rows, so it might only be two. But this does look like it has more trunk space than the (laughs) current uh, Santa Fe.
4: Mariah described the new Santa Fe as, quote, having a badonk. It does. (laughs) Which is
0: why I think it has to have three rows. Because if it only has two rows, that thing's got a trunk on See, it. See, but this
2: one's not as bad because some of them straight up look like they have, like, a saggy diaper. Like, the EV6, I think, looks like it has a saggy the diaper. The Lucid. The Lucid kind of has a saggy lucid. diaper. Yeah. yeah, Just,
0: like, too much bottom. Wait, EV6 does like it has a saggy yeah, diaper. it does. Only because it's got that weird plastic piece that, like, like is, like, a, the corner of it. I the plastic think? piece that looks like a saggy diaper? <laughs> okay, yeah, but... <laughs>
2: Yep, but bro. The whole shit, <laughs>
0: yeah, look, like, come on. Yeah, That, that, that <laughs> piece. <laughs> I like the EV6. That's fully piece. loaded, baby. <laughs> that piece. I don't think it looks as saggy diaper There's just, as. like, too much behind the wheel back here. Have you seen, like, the Porsches, though, that all have that, like, rear... Because they're literally rear-engine cars, and they have all the weight over the rear axle. Past the rear axle. Past behind <laughs> the rear axle, and that, like... Also comes with the look of being like a I don't know if it's saggy, but it has the same like rear bias. I think look. it
2: needs to be like more high hatchbacky to like have the whole rounded like the ty- diaper 10? filling. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. These don't these don't quite do it. The which is I, a good thing.
4: I also think the, the Porsche's, since they're using straight sixes a lot of the time, it's like they, they shape the car around that. And they used to be air cooled too.
0: That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, (laughs) underhyped, underhyped design, underhyped design. I do like them. I still like
2: the Kia EV6, by the way. I love that thing. All right, one more,
4: one more. Are you ready? Overhyped, underhyped. Yep. Apple One.
0: I don't know what that is. It's the sort of consolidated Google One. (laughs) Same idea. I don't know what that (laughs) is. It's like instead of the planets, (laughs) instead of buying Google storage, just in Drive. You get like storage and photos, Drive, Gmail, everything. So it's, it's just like cloud your, storage. Like your one oh, Google wait, is, One account. It seems like it's just storage okay. and a VPN. I have Google.
2: Wait, so Apple One is cloud storage, TV Plus, music, and arcade. Oh, and Premiere also adds fitness and News Plus and music. Did I not say music? I'm an oh. idiot. if I didn't say music, you I, might have. If I didn't, I read it off a list and severely screwed up. So uh, uh, Apple One is just the whole shebang. It's you know, it all, baby. It's the
4: whole enchilada. It seems like Google One is...
2: I'm going to say underhyped just because I had no idea what yeah, it was, but I'm also just like not in that ecosystem at all.
0: I think this is good. I th- I generally think streaming services are... Like, people don't realize how much value they're getting out of them, and I generally think they're mostly underhyped. Like, YouTube premium being 12 bucks a month or whatever it is, and getting ad free access to the entire like history of humanity's video archive is pretty good. I think that sentiment is right and will be wrong
2: in 5 years because so many streaming services are just taking full advantage and it's all going to turn into this very weird too many of them asking for too much. Didn't Netflix just eliminate their 999 basic deal? So yeah. now rather than a a basic no ad one device, it's only ad-supported or the like $15 multi-device 4K streaming version. So, so what do you get for for $15 a month? I think you get up to two devices or like two or three devices. You do get 4K and no ads or you pay six ninety-nine and you get ads.
0: And then you get all of the shows that Netflix has ever made in its history.
2: Yeah, well, and...
0: Ever hosted, ever.
2: All the ones Netflix made, but like the ones that Netflix didn't make... Who knows how long they'll be on there and yeah, if you're in the middle of watching something
0: Fair. and then they just go away and even even that because a new streaming service pops up like
2: Peacock and takes all the office episodes off of it. Right. Yeah. I
0: I guess I don't know how much of I I don't really watch that much stuff that's yeah. not on YouTube, but I guess with the ones that I do use, they are super super worth it. Yeah. Like Spotify as I have a streaming plenty service. Of them like Spotify's great. Whatever I pay for it. It might be 12 bucks, 15 bucks a month, unlimited. I tried to I, had, I was on a demo device just a second ago playing with something and I opened up the free version of Spotify and tried to play a song and I got a video ad. I got a video ad what? to listen to a song. That's crazy. So paying for Spotify, which I'm totally down for and getting unlimited access to music, period. Is pretty sick. I know people don't like paying monthly for things, but I think
2: Spotify I think is like the good. easiest one. It's to pretty do. Good. It's just really hard to not from the user. Unless side, maybe you use Apple Music, but just like, yeah. If you use Spotify, you don't pay for it monthly, do you? I pay monthly. <laughs> okay, <So sick. laughs> you were making that face like don't look at because me because
3: I, I used the, the free version for a long time I because did for a while. It's I painful. just didn't care. I would just like let it play and then oh an ad whatever. And then when I started like it's commuting. Not- and I was only listening to music, but it's then not, it was a problem. <laughs> oh, and ad, whatever. It's like,
2: my music ends playing.
3: Yeah, but if I'm like, buy Spotify premium right now. <laughs> also, Is don't you, true?
4: you don't get to choose a song in free Spotify.
2: Um, Yeah, I think you can only pick <laughs> like albums and, playlists. and shuffle play. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's how I listen that's to music horrible. anyway, just
3: albums. But it would be like, if Did I'm like you, doing my room. Spotify's whole reason it's out, like, I wanna listen to Like this.
0: when a new album comes out, it's just like, you can't listen in order. Doesn't like oh, you.
3: no, by the time Ram came out, I was already listening.
2: Okay. I was already paying okay. for oh, okay. it. But That's there's like albums like, yeah. do you know
0: Girl Talk? Like, their entire yeah, album is essentially one song, yeah, and then yeah. just listening to that out of order sounds yeah. Crazy. yeah, or even like The Incredible True Story, it has like a plot line. Mm-hmm. You have to listen in order. If you're, especially the first time you listen to it, you, you gotta, you need spot. I'd pay 10 bucks a month to listen to that album in order. That's it. <laughs> do you guys remember iTunes Match? I've heard of yeah. that.
4: iTunes Match was the, so... It was released at the, alongside Apple Music. And they said, I had it. I was the biggest iTunes matcher nice. of all time where they said... I could
3: not get it to work. It was so complicated yeah, was to so get
4: gang-y. work. It was $20 a year. And if you had a huge yeah. iTunes library, um, which I did. I had like a four or 500 gigabyte iTunes library. Oh. They would take all of your iTunes library replace the files that were in Apple Music with like the mastered for Apple ones and mm. then upload all of that to the Apple Music servers. So you could open the Apple Music app and stream your iTunes familiar, from yeah. anywhere you were. So I didn't yes. pay for Apple Music for years, but I was using essentially Apple Music and and still buying albums. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. But now That's it's gone. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I think I'm. Well, I think we're just landing on underhyped. Yeah, I think that's what's happening. Dope. Good place to end. Nice. It. Yeah. All right. We should get to the trivia. We oh, have some trivia questions. Yeah. Get those whiteboards. All right. I wrote down the first one already. I'm not going to change it.
4: So I was googling through the internet, and I found out you could wake up a computer with nothing but uh, an internet connection mm-hmm. and the name for this whole thing was so funny that i i just had to turn it into a trivia question so i don't know why the, i know this the options are a womp that stands for wake on magic packet to clomp like a horse Cash load on message packet. Three, stomp. That stands for sleep time over, Mr. Pewter. <laughs> <laughs> and four, alarm, which is an automated local access revive message.
0: I think I'm ready. We're both ready. Yeah, we're both ready.
2: Three, two, one. Oh man, we just put different um, things.
0: Marquez? Womp.
4: It oh. is Womp. Wake on magic packet. God. Bummed. No wow. one shows. Sleep time magic? over, Mr. Pewter. But that,
2: Klomp <laughs> is a really good. I was like, mm, you're not gonna think about Clomp. There's do no I way he that? made I've that up. I've seen
0: this. I've seen I don't know where I've seen this. Well,
2: what's the name of that that Mario character? It's like the um well there's Chain Chomp, but there's also Isn't the the large stone one called like a Womp? It's basically this like guy. flat one with feet, and then it goes like,
1: yeah, and yeah. like f-
2: smashes on top of you. That yeah. guy's
4: if he has feet, he's Womp, but if he's floating, he's a Thwomp.
2: Oh, okay, nice. Wow, glad well, that wasn't learn something question. new every day. Yeah, I okay. forgot. Yeah, the floating ones like on Rainbow Road and Mario Kart, and the other ones are in like uh, like Mario sixty four, and just run around in circles and just try and body slam you. How many wolves are there?
0: Is that what the question was? Oh. No,
3: just, <laughs> question number two, Marquez is already oh, thinking about it. Trying to figure this out. How many grizzly bears are there in the world? Like, what is the grizzly bear population?
2: The entire world. The
3: entire world. And and we need the
4: answer in, in kilograms. How many kilogram? <laughs>
2: of pounds only.
1: Bear? And yeah. love...
0: <laughs> I'm gonna be in order of magnitude. Is this off. an yeah, is this exact
2: like, number or is closest this closest like... without going over?
0: Closest without going over. <laughs> okay. Grizzly, Grizzly.
2: I'm going to answer and then have a question.
0: Same. Oh, I'm nervous about my order of magnitude. Oh, okay. Same order. Okay. I said 33303.
3: 33303?
0: Mm hmm.
2: All right, Austin. Yeah. <laughs> I wrote 10,000. I guess technically we don't know closest until David answers, uh, which oh, I believe he will be answering. Yeah. Well, what's what? the
3: actual number now? The actual number is fifty-five thousand?
2: wow oh wow okay so marquez is closer yeah marquez will get the point that's grizzly bear or
3: brown bear grizzly bear according to WorldPopulationReview.com. Okay. review.com
0: well ask david what he thinks the answers are uh both for the acronym uh for waking up a computer b that is b womp
4: that is correct womp wake up on a magic packet is the correct answer
0: And for uh, how many grizzly bears there are on planet Earth? 40,000.
4: 40,000 is incorrect, but it is closest without going over for that question, meaning you you have taken the point away from Marquez and Andrew. There are approximately 55,000 grizzly bears in the world. David, that gives you one point, meaning you are tied with Marquez.
2: No, I have two points because I got the first question right.
4: Oh, my gosh. You have two points, meaning you're in first place. Week one, season three trivia. How does it feel? Uh, feels just like every other week.
0: <laughs> 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 we'll leave it at that. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Talk to you guys in the next one. Peace.
2: Waveform is produced by Adam Alita and Ellis Roven. We're partnered with Vox Media Podcast Network, and our intro-outro music was created by Vane Sil. So. Bingo!